0: This is Opposite Attractions, Season 3, Episode 12, Electric Holiday, The Challenge, A Robot Attraction.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the world-famous Opposite Attractions podcast. I am your skipper for the evening, Scotty Moore, joined, as always, by the skipper in training, Jim
0: Murphy. Hail and well met.
1: Hail and well met, travelers. Tis good to see you today. Oh so I trust it's it's a little bit late I trust you've already called Mickey and told him that you want your bedtime message I
0: I uh I called him and I gave him a bedtime message as well <laughs> I told him that if he hears any noises it's just me and Minnie wrestling
1: <laughs> Oh man Jim that's a fucking mouth... That's a rat you're talking about. It's not even I, the fact that it's the... The wife well, of one of the most beloved I, characters of all well, time. Well,
0: here's the thing that I was thinking about... Is that, um... The voice... The voices of Mickey and Minnie were married. Yeah. And so, I feel like they had to have... Something, sometime. No! Like, no, it they did Yes, it had to happen sometime they had it it had to happen um oh, like and probably it, just to like it. throw him off some sometimes he would like try to get frisky and she would like shut him down in the voice of Martin Prince from the Simpsons
1: <laughs> yeah my favorite thing about like anytime i see someone with like mickey a mickey mouse bag or a minnie mouse bag or a minnie mouse like stroller i could always just be like oh i worked for her husband i'm happy <laughs> It's so weird to say, but I always love it because they just kind of stare like, wait, what the fu- what did you just say to me? I'm like, I work for her husband.
0: <laughs> I always would tell people when I when I was employed there, I, I did something that was probably on Disney like and then If I saw someone wearing Winnie the Pooh memorabilia, I would ask. I would tell them that they had poo on their shirt.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a classic. And they would you gotta, kind you of panic, panic
0: slightly sometimes. But...
1: <laughs> oh, man. Like, Why I... are you telling me this? Yeah, I like earlier you, you were telling me about, like, all the different messages you could get, like, many. Firstly, can we just say, is there one from Donald? Because that'd be a horrifying, demonic <laughs> message of just to pick up your phone and you like... go. <laughs> That's the Donald. That's my Donald. It's, it's a demon. It is also how I summon Cthulhu in the dark times. But you to- you also said that uh, Goofy just tells you about his day, and I I'd love if it's like when you call your mom and she talks for too long on the phone. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, son, we went out, and we had us a good time, went out, had some pizza. Oh, all right, Goofy, that's good. I need to go to, yeah, I'm telling you, that pepperoni, that's a good Now uh, It's a little bit spicy for me, but it's all right. Goofy, please, I need to go to bed. You've been on the phone for 20 minutes with me. Well, then, I had to go see Max. So it's been a while since he got out of college. Please,
0: stop. He starts stop. talking about, like, horse, horse collars, like, colon surgery.
1: He starts complaining about the president in the middle of it. He's like, what the fuck are you <laughs> doing that? I'm telling you, the Republicans, Democrats, both of them are wrong. Libertarians are <laughs> the way to go. Good old Libertarian Goofy. Man, one of my friends has gotten addicted to going to see the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy show at Epcot, and every time I get more and more mad that I never went to a tryout to be Star-Lord. Because, like, that's probably Star-Lord and Jack Sparrow are the two dreams for me that uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit too big right now to get, but I mean, come on, boy. <laughs> I just shut up and I'm like, Hello, motherfuckers, this is me, Captain <laughs> Jack Sparrow. I'd be in character. I'd have so much rum. <laughs> I uh
0: family. I could probably have done goofy. I don't know if I was actually tall enough. Yeah, you gotta be like super tall to be you gotta but be, I have like, the, I the I had to I had the walk down. Like I knew how they walked in the suit. I could pretty much nail that.
1: Yeah, Yeah yeah. I mean, was that your dream? Was that your dream character, Goofy?
0: No, but I like th- all the like. You e- you either have to be incredibly short or incredibly tall, and there's really no in between. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Jack is luckily about my height, which I was really excited about. My, there was an audition; I missed it, but it was for Jack and also Crush and motherfucker. If there was never a time that you <laughs> needed some vocal gymnastics to go from a drunk deep-voiced British pirate to what's up, dude? Nice to meet you. Alright. Like, okay, this man's on cocaine, but it's alright. I just love the Star-Lord character, because it's literally just like, do you have the sideburns and slightly reddish hair?
0: You're good. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, the I thought the Star-Lord I met down there was very good, like, improv-wise. Yeah. But you're just like, man, you don't really look like... Like, just, no...
1: There's no, I've not seen a single one that looks like Chris Pratt. I've only seen like, oh, he has Chris Pratt's well, sideburns from Guardians, they, and that's it.
0: They they did say uh, I've heard like thing that they said it's not about looking like the person you're trying to portray. It's about looking like all the other people that are portraying him.
1: Oh wow, that's great. I'd So, I, so I knew that that, that
0: was... way, like one of them can like disappear for 20 minutes, and when the, if a different one comes back, it's not as easily noticeable. Yeah.
1: Also, I do love the fact that that means every Star-Lord, like, if you see someone walking around Orlando with that specific fucking (laughs) beard, you can be like, Star-Lord? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Star-Lord.
0: Sorry. Well, I think there's only, like, two people that do Crush's voice, or there was when it first started. Something like some crazy, like, low number of people that did Crush for Turtle Talk, and so they had to, like, never get sick
1: oh dude that sucks no, no no one of my friends apparently may or may not have done it i'm not gonna part the kimono but one day we are out like for drinks and i was like yeah, yeah i was thinking about going to this thing for crush and i was thinking about like doing like this thing he's like nah dude you gotta go lower with crush my man if you're gonna <laughs> talk to the little offspring you gotta go low and deep and i'm like how do you know this and he's like don't tell anybody. I'm like okay my B.
0: Turtles can wink I'll t- <laughs> wink, I'll, I'll wink. tell
1: people. I'll only tell people two years later on a fucking syndicated opposite attractions podcast but otherwise you're fine your secret. You're subject. not
0: like giving out his name and personal like personal information
1: I am not I am not discussing how Craig T. Nelson of Orlando, Florida taught me how to be the perfect crush. <laughs> oh,
0: that's why he's the coach.
1: Good old Coach Crush. Greetings, offspring. Nice to meet you. My name is Craig T. Nelson. Oh, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he is Craig T. Nelson. Oh, man. Are you, so, are you getting hype, hype for your trip?
0: Um, I am. I am hyped. I'm always hyped for my trip. It's that commercial. Do you remember that commercial that was like... uh? We're too excited to sleep. That's yeah. pretty much me all the time. I don't know
1: when I'm going next, and I'm already excited for that trip. I'm like, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm pretty pumped about it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like I, I do kind of want... I wish I had the money to go at the end of this month, because... Not only are our good good McElroy brothers gonna be down there doing my brother, my brother and me, but also I could go to Disney World. So now they're gonna they're gonna see Mickey's castle. They're gonna go see Mick Michaelis's castle oh man although uh, I do have Dragon con instead and I the uh, one panel on Dragon con I missed last year but I wanted to do was just a Disney sing-along which I have to assume was a bunch <laughs> of fucking nerds and cosplay all in a room just like I wanna be a mighty king so enemies beware it's like okay you guys did good on that one let's move uh, a to bunch the next of, a
0: one. bunch of people with like electric pompadours singing eye to eye
1: No, 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 and then they turn on Remember Me from Coco, and the whole room starts fucking crying (laughs) at once, and they're like, Why would you do this to us? I don't want to remember you! Is there a sing-along for the opening
0: of Up we can-
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did we ever discuss on the show, and it was only a few weeks ago, so we may not have, my first ever watching of Coco?
0: Um, uh, didn't you watch it at, like, three in the morning, drunk?
1: So what had happened, Jim? Don't bury the lead here. Uh <laughs> I had two bottles of Smirnoff-flavored uh, vodka that I was like, well, I'm going to be going on my diet again soon, which is going well, by the way. No big deal. Uh, so I need to get rid of this so I won't have the temptation to drink. And the way I did that was by drinking all of it in one night. And then I was watching uh, this YouTube channel called Draffy and they were drawing ripoff uh, Pixar characters, and they started talking about Coco, and I'm like, I haven't seen Coco yet. I should wash Coco. Two hours later, and a whole lot of dehydration from tears later, and I got mad at Drunk Scotty. I was like, no, how dare you do this shit to me right now? Like, cause at least you're like a Goofy movie. When Goofy movie makes me cry, the very next scene is like eye to eye. So I can get pumped again and stop crying.
0: The Coco... very next scene has has Polly Shore in it.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, Coco don't give you that shit at all. Coco's like, oh, you're crying? Oh, that's sad. Let's keep fucking going. Let's just keep <laughs> wrecking your entire soul until you can't breathe anymore.
0: Did, did you, like, turn around and watch, like, Bambi as a pick-me-up?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the opening, I was just like, oh, yes. Sick, bro. Kill that deer. I, stu- <laughs> I still love the SNL sketch of the remake of Bambi with the rock as Bambi. I'm gonna yeah. get revenge. Um, wait, was Bambi a girl or... I thought Bambi was a
0: girl. Um, Bambi is a boy that's why it's funny that like strippers sometimes name themselves after oh yeah yeah um yeah the girlfriend was named uh F- uh Faline or Faeline I don't know how it's exactly pronounced
1: yeah. all right well J- Jim Murphy this is a podcast where we build our own theme park and of course this is the this park is known as Versus and the reason it is known as Versus is because it is just us Fighting to the death over who can make the greatest theme park of all time. Um, so far, yours is fun and educational and Willy Wonka-esque, and mine is like only the alcoholic parts of Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. With also some which unicorns is really like
0: eighty percent of Epcot, really.
1: Yeah. Um, but last week you issued a challenge. You threw down the gauntlet, and you wanted us to make a robot ride so a ride all based around robots and i'm not gonna lie i may or may not have taken a nap before the show And that five minute period where i told you hey i have to prepare <laughs> that was called me writing out my entire thing in five minutes so if mine feels a little <laughs> lackluster this week that's why um but i will well, uh, of course well ca- we
0: didn't we we cut we cut our recording day short a day so we we lost that one day
1: yeah you know, that whole day of preparation I use every bit of to make my rights, <laughs> where I'm just sitting there just like, wait, should I do a unicorn you, you, or you didn't. Did you
0: Um, did you do like a monologue based on like Mr. Roboto lyrics or... Aw,
1: damn it, Jim, I went, <laughs> fuck you, man.
0: I, now like, I gotta uh, change my rights. Dare from the Transformers movie?
1: Yeah, no, it's Transmorphers. I couldn't <laughs> afford the original, but I will concede to you, I will let you start
0: off this week. Okay, um, so I didn't do a ride as much as I did like a, uh, a theater show, because that's usually where I go with things. So, uh, based on what I said last week with the, um, with the nighttime show, where I basically said that my childhood was essentially like Phineas and Ferb, uh, I decided to make uh, the Gym City Expo Center... Uh, which would be kind of toward the back, like, top of the park, toward the middle, I think. Right. Uh, and inside would be the showcase of Jimagination. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's basically uh, a giant, like, the, basically the queue pre-show of this attraction is, like, blueprints and photos and sometimes, like, props that are supposed to be, like, inventions from my childhood. Yeah.
1: So it's almost like the did really... I don't I know you haven't rode the men in black ride, but the beginning of it is like this alien expo that you go to. That's really cool. So it's kind of like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I didn't really come up with any good like inventions because I'm not a smart man. Yeah, Jenny. But uh, I, basically the uh, I, I had a couple ideas for the name of what my attraction would be. Mm-hmm. I've settled on fight bots. Which box. is like Fight Boys, but with a, but with a T instead of a Y.
1: But still a Z, right? I want to make sure the brand yes, is
0: right. Yes, still a Z. Yes, still a Z. And uh, it's essentially like a robot fight simulator. Okay. So you go into a circular theater, uh, and it, you don't know what, like, you basically get chosen to, like, basically root for one robot or the other. And they just kind of randomly cut the crowd in half. And, like, one half's red and one half's blue. And that's what you're going to... You know, that's that's who you're supposed to root for. And so you have, made, so you're, you
1: have made the opening scene to Big Hero 6 into a, <laughs> into a ride.
0: <laughs> so, um... Sort of, I guess. the uh, in, in the middle of the room, in, like, the actual, like, stage area are two, like, 15- to 20-foot-tall robot bodies Okay. that are sort of, like, in the floor, like, sort of, like, joystick-like. Like, there's just, like, a straight... Like, they don't have two legs. They just have, like, one sort of, like, base that's in the floor. Right. And uh, the first thing you would do is once they, like, show you what side of the fight you're on, uh, like, a host or hostess or whatever would come out and basically say that, each side is going to pick what kind of weapons and defense the, their robot would ha- will have.
1: Okay.
0: So there's sort of like an A, B, C, D, like, uh, like, choice. Oh, shit. And there's things like, you know, like, so basically it's like, oh, you can have, like, fire, or you can have, like, a laser beam, or, you know, various things like that as your weapon. Oh, I'm
1: getting Vista, and, vi- I'm getting Vista bo- vibes yeah, on this, vibes. Yeah, so
0: th- they would show you sort of, like, how they work by, like, by first... Like, they would say, like, this is what the fire looks like. And, like, some sort of thing would fall from this, Like, a target would fall from the ceiling. And you would see, like, the robot use its fire against the target. You would go through those. And then you would kind of vote on what you wanted your robot to have. And then there would be, like, a defensive uh, section. Where, like, one of their arms would essentially be, like, a, a shield. But you would basically be picking the size of the shield but like the bigger the shield gets the slower the robot would move okay so once you pick that so then you have and then you would also have like a second offensive weapon like a shoulder mounted weapon or something so it's like a like a right arm for a, for offense like the left arm's a shield and then there'd be some other weapon you would they would each robot would have okay and then once that was all decided then they would basically have like a like a like a fight but it would essentially be like a randomized set of actions that would play out and they're like randomly one of them would win and one of them would lose and you don't really know what side you're going to be on. Right. And so every single time the fight is technically different or there's, you know, like so many different variations where you're not really going to see the same thing twice. Yeah. And like the host would kind of do like play by play or there might be like play by play piped in like maybe the the host could actually be like a video or something so that they know exactly what's going to happen and they can play to it.
1: Okay. I, I do like the idea as well of as you go in, it could be like when you go onto Laugh Floor and you get to submit, like, jokes. But on this one, you get to submit names for your robot and they get picked out, so you get, like, ten... And then the people can vote and be like, our robot is named Stephanie or like whatever. Like you get to name them specific. <laughs> our robot
0: is Robot McRobot Face. Yeah,
1: exactly. This is Robot McRobot Face. See, the reason why I want to make sure that we have that one moment where uh, a employee of Gym City picks them out is to make sure that there's not one entitled Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> and then it's like, wait, why are we voting on this one? There's-
0: This robot's name is Visit Scotland. I think (laughs) think there might be a spy in here.
1: Yeah, then you look up in the crowd and you just see me with, like, a giant foam (laughs) finger and popcorn. Like, whoa! Go visit Scotland! Oh, shit, that's a good name. If you call it Visit Scotland, then when people yell, go visit Scotland, it becomes (laughs) like a message. Oh, man. I love that. I love this, uh, this... Battle bots mixed with Rock'em Sock'em robots mixed with, uh, fucking yeah, the I, Hero 6. I, the,
0: the, that's why I did, instead of doing legs, I did, like, they're basically, like, stuck in the floor because I feel like the movement would be better to control. Yeah. And it wouldn't just be, like, in a straight line. Like, they could move in a circular pattern.
1: Or, I, I like the and idea so, that you could have, like, for a like. Light- it's a little kid's birthday or, like, a make-a-wish. They get to control where the robot is, like Rock'em Sock'em, so you can control where that robot goes.
0: I My original idea was that there would be, like, control involved, mm-hmm. but I didn't know exactly how that would work with, like, the weaponry.
1: Yeah, like, picking someone. I guess, like, the weaponry could automatically go off as you move it or it could be turn-based which i don't know how exciting a bunch of people would be <laughs> to go in and watch a turn-based live action thing about robots
0: yeah I, I just decided to do like a choreographed bit where maybe there's like 10 sections but there's like five or six different things that could possibly happen in each section and you just never know what you're gonna mm-hmm. get And, like, the winner's, like, a coin flip, basically. You could also
1: have, like, other matches, like, two warm-up matches beforehand of, like, maybe a story like Big Hero 6, where this little bitty robot comes out, but it defeats this massive robot, and it gives him, like, a feel-good. The second one has more of, like, two behemoths fighting it out, and then finally your robot is at the end. That way, you could almost, like... Because I would assume... I mean, I guess you could find a way to have this all-in-one animatronic, but you could prepare the robot well, easily.
0: If, I mean, they are like, I, I did say they were like 15 feet tall, but you could have them like go up and down through the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, so like just a circle would open up and it would just pop out of the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the Hell in a Cell music from WWE would play as it rose out of the ground.
1: (laughs) The the, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Lights hit as they rise up. (laughs) Welcome to the ring. Stephanie taking on. (laughs) Killmonger was right. Let's do this. In a battle for the fucking ages.
0: Stephanie wins. Stephanie
1: wins every time.
0: Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to like make basically make it random what side of the, what like what uh you had to be a fan of because I like even if you sat in the same seat every time you might not get the same color.
1: Oh yeah, I can see that.
0: And so it's also like. Um, you're not gonna feel like oh every time I go in here like blue always wins or every time I go in here red always wins like it's it's really gonna be like definitely yeah, random. Like you
1: have to have some pretty bad luck to always pick the losing team. Now my ride is I'm kind of I'm breaking the gates. I'm going beyond the scope of Scotland <laughs> because I realized we've got that walkway when you go in and then you have the two parks going in both directions and we don't have anything in that area it's- so.
0: Is this because robots don't have dicks for you to exploit? Yeah,
1: unfortunately, that's what it is. No, no, no. Well, it's also because my ride... My ride is called Jim City's Happy Ride of Joy, so I couldn't put it in my park. (laughs) I had to put it closer to your side, but, like, as close as I could without actually going into your park. So everyone's like, oh, this one's for Jim City! And what it is...
0: You have a... So you... You have, uh, is that, it's on, it's where the, uh, Schlitterbahn airport used to be. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, so you go in and you see this, like, you, your, uh, queue line is kind of like, it's a small world where you have like these fun cartoonish clocks and all that. And then you climb into your boats and you start to go through a ride that's very similar to it's a small world. There are all these small animatronic children who are just like we love life lifey lifey life we have joy and love and it's slow and boring as shit but at least the kids are gonna love it at least the kids will until the lights go out and as the lights (laughs) go out the animatronics just recede all around you And then you go into this dark tunnel, and you just hear like, (laughs) of children laughing at you, and hearing like, save us, save us, and it's creepy as fucking shit. And then you go into like the next room, and the next room was gonna be more like a a zoo exhibit, but like the animals are now like rabid and vicious, so you have like this tiger leaping at you and being like, and like attacking your cart and you have all these jump scares like imagine the end of the haunted mansion where that one ghost pops up and scares you every time even though you try your best not to <laughs> It's like that but it's all these rabid animals and then a giant animatronic bear leaps out out from the walls And then it sends you plummeting into a net your next area, which is um your cart starts spinning in circles And it's almost like on Winnie the Pooh where Pooh dies and then you have an acid trip. (laughs) And you have all this weird shit going on around you with a bunch of uh, animatronics without the skin over them. And that's all you see. And then you fall into a cave where you find an evil scientist named Dr. Herzog. It is not Werner Herzog. He talks a lot like him and looks exactly like famed director Werner Herzog, but it is not me. And he proclaims that he has the greatest plan for a theme park ride. And it, it is the one that we are riding. And he goes, wasn't it fantastic? And the whole card's just like, fuck you, no it wasn't. <laughs> and he goes, well, it, don't the, these people certainly seem to think so. And then another like boat comes out and it's people, but they have like, they're animatronic people, but they're supposed to be real people. And they've got these glowing white eyes and they go, we love Jim city. Jim city is amazing. (laughs) And he goes, you are witness to my greatest plan yet. Witness this. And then he holds up like this mystical ball. And he's like, this steals the souls of the inhabitants of the boats. And there's like one at the front of your boat. And I steal the souls and place them into these animatronic suits. And, like, you see souls leaving the bodies of the cart and then going over into animatronics and they start dancing. And then he goes, and then, what is the best form of advertising? Word of mouth. And then he goes whoosh and then some more souls go in to replace the ones in the old boat and that's when they're like we love jim city we love jim city and he's like i have replaced all of the souls and they they will go out and tell everyone about how amazing jim city 2000 is i have created a self-sustaining theme park and then he like holds out and he goes Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut our conversation late. Holds out the ball and starts to try to suck your souls out. But then, who comes to the rescue? That's right. It's Scotty Moore riding in on his trusty unicorn, Falstaff. And he rescues the boat of people. Like and he attaches a rope from Falstaff to the boat, and Falstaff can obviously fly because he also has wings. And you see Falstaff like galloping around top of you as you rush through these rushing rapids to rescue be, to be rescued from an evil scientist. And that's Jim City's happy ride of joy, um, since it's not oh. Since it's not technically in my theme park, I did not want to give it a drink minimum. But I did find the best thing on the planet for my custom okay. drink. And it's not one custom drink, it's nearly 10,000 combinations, Jim Murphy. <laughs> Because upon looking up (laughs) robot-themed cocktails, I got taken to tipsyrobot.com. When French entrepreneurs and Italian designers meet the most advanced technology in robotics, the result is the world's most complete, fully automated bartending system, the tipsy robot. It is a robot which allows users to create an almost limitless number of alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink combinations by accessing one simple app. It will then be assembled by two robotic arms whose movements shown on a large display mimic the actions of a bartender from the shaking to the thin slicing of lemon garnish, even the muddling of a mojito. Currently, there is uh, only one location and it's obviously in Las Vegas. But there's going to be a brand new tipsy robot opening in wherever the fuck our place is <laughs> at, the, uh, at the exit of my ride this week. The fun time, it's, good time it's, adventures.
0: It's, it's, it's Cocktail starring a less robotic exactly. Tom
1: Exactly. So, Jimothy Murphy... That's my... Ri- I mean, do you have questions? Ooh. I know I fleshed it out pretty well.
0: <laughs> uh, No, I'm good. I think I'm good. I, I like I'm yours.
1: Good. I can get to a point where I'm like, well, let me try to figure out what this is all about. With mine, you're like, fuck it. I'm not even gonna try. I can't. Gonna- <laughs> I can't attempt right now. At least you don't
0: have to pull the boat over a mountain. Yeah,
1: exactly. That would be bad. Um, But, we're almost at the end of verses. It's sad, I really enjoyed our time with verses, but
0: i don't I don't think I don't think we're gonna have like a what stays and what goes situation. I think it just all should stay yeah, I'm fine with
1: that because so yeah
0: because because if something goes, then like both of them have to go because the idea is that they're versus each oh, other
1: oh yeah, so essentially it would be us sitting down and be like, which episodes weren't funny now let's break that down. <laughs> But uh next week I want to propose an ultimate challenge for us which is Okay. <gasps> it's Freaky Friday, Jim Murphy. We're swapping bodies. You have to make a ride for my park <laughs> and I have to make a ride for oh, your geez. park. Oh jeez. Okay. And it can't okay. be like my ride this week. We can't just shit on each other's parks. We have to make a genuine attempt. <laughs>
0: Oh, this will be yeah, fun! Yeah, exactly. Well, it, it I'm assuming it will be known to the, the the guests that it's like a swap thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah
0: or are we trying to fool them?
1: That no, I like that idea even more. We have to trick them into thinking that we came up with these rides on our own. It's 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 a bamboo. <laughs> yeah, they
0: vote. They vote. They vote at the end, and like if you if yours is better, yeah, I win.
1: Exactly. Um, So that's the ride. That's our challenge for next week, Jim. But until then, where can they find you on the internet?
0: Oh, uh, I'm on uh, the Twitter machine at Apparently Smart. And
1: you could find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. And make sure to buy all my books on Amazon: The Quixel Corp Trilogy, B.S. vs. the Gods. Just look up Scotty Moore, and you'll find it. Or, of course, if you wanna, if you if you can't read. I'm sorry, but if you want a free 30-day trial of Audible to get a free copy of Corp or Corp Risen, you can get a free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com slash BS Network. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the BS Network now has an official Audible sponsor. It's dope as shit. I'm so hyped and they've got over 1 they've got a huge series of books that you can choose from over hundreds of thousands of books to choose from get you a free 30-day trial get you a free audiobook it supports us you get something for free it all helps at audibletrial.com/bs Network and if you want to support us a little bit more you can over at patreon.com slash a load of BS You'll be supporting the entire BS network from up op- from uh, opposite attractions to a load of BS every single little bit You guys can give helps or of course you can pick you up some op at merch at merch a load of pure BS dot we got a lot of shirts on there, more to come, so make sure to pick that all up at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and check out all our other programming at aloadofpurebs.com. But of course, if you want to know everything else about the show, if you want to see all of our older theme parks, like Vista, like Apex, go to opposite-attractions.com and check out all of the previous seasons. But until next time, remember you can find us on Twitter at, op at show. That is spelled O P P. A-T-T, S-H-O-W, are you down with O-P-P?